Is there one bed? There's kind of a one bed. Okay, I will just leave it at that. Don't say any more. I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Yeah, we'll wait for it's a noble. Run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen, and this week we're going to talk about our autobi authors. So when I started making this, I was thinking about like my autobi authors when I was in middle school versus now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a really amusing thought. Like the chokehold that certain authors had over me when I was like 14. Looking at you, Stephanie. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Also, like, John Green, oh, I would yeah. have read anything that that man put out there. Like, literally the anything. The moment he had a book out, I was like, Mom, we're going to the bookstore right yes. now. <laughs> I remember before Mockingjay came out by Suzanne Collins, there was, like, a leaked thing online. And I read, like, the whole thing. But I don't even think – I think it was just, like, fan fiction. Like, I think someone just wrote it and said that it was from her. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like so obsessed. Like I was like counting down the days till Mockingjay came out. Like Dang. it was just madness. I read those when they I were already thinking, out, so I never was like on the midnight. Loser. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was also thinking about the midnight premiere stuff that they used to do at Barnes and Noble, and like that is so. Can fun. we bring that Can back? They don't, like, I don't know. Shit like that just doesn't happen It anymore. needs to, though. Like, tell me why, as an I think adult, it makes me sad. we all can't get together for midnight premieres and, like, wear fan merch. I really would like, love it. I would love it. Like, Sarah J. Moss's book that's coming out in February, I would go to the midnight drop for that book. And I know a bunch of other people would, too. Like, I got money for costumes now. <laughs> I can stay out as late as I, I want now. Up, I'll come back up to Boston for the midnight premiere. Why don't Why we do that, that anymore? <laughs> that needs to be a thing because, like, also, I was never allowed to go out at midnight because I was 12. Like, whose parents were taking them out at midnight? Because where can I get one of those? The only time my parents let me do, like, midnight premieres were the Harry Potter movies. And it was, I think, only because my You're sister old. was able to go. <laughs> yeah so we actually, were like um, deep in like, elementary school <laughs> i know i was like five when those came out. i think when the last one from. came out i was literally in like 10th grade so i was probably still in middle school yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i remember my sister got to go to the twilight midnight premiere and i didn't and it pissed me off because like i liked the books way more than she did but she's six years older than me mm, and so sense. all of her like friends got to i go. think we talked about this before yeah it pissed me off yeah i i write i don't know why i didn't do that like i feel like i was so obsessed with those books i don't know why i didn't do the midnight premiere but fun fact the movies always came out on my mom's birthday like every year so for her birthday that's what we did <laughs> that's how we spent time together yeah. <laughs> did she like that she did well that's good yeah as long as she loves them. yeah i think she loves me um i don't think she yeah. loves twilight but <laughs> 
I remember one year when the first Hunger Games movie came out. It came out in March, and my birthday is April 15th. So, like, not even close to March, like, really. And I made everyone go to the Hunger Games premiere for, like, my birthday party, and I just said we were celebrating the month early. <laughs> stupid you're like not even close it's probably like three weeks I off think it was like yeah it was like march 20th or something like it was in the 20s so like towards the end of march but like so very far from my birthday and i was like this is what we're doing yeah i think if suzanne collins like came out with another book that was non-hunger games related i don't know if i would jump to buy it but if it was hunger games related i think i'd need to buy it right away yeah, same with what was that one she wrote? Uh, the Songbirds one. Bird song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but I read that. You read that yeah. too, right? I definitely and like bought that the like, day it came out. Same. And same with like the Hunger Games or the Twilight book from Edward's oh, perspective. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, even if the books are like trash, like I have to get them. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like I saw some people saying like that they didn't get it and they had like no desire to read it. I'm like, you're strong. You're a strong person. <laughs> like, like I, I could never resist. I get that it's literally Twilight in Edward's perspective, but I'm I'm failing to see what's wrong about I that. I loved it. The funniest part of the whole thing, do, do you remember the line where he called Bella's truck a geriatric yeah. <laughs> Like, Edward's kind of funny. He like, is he's funny. He's a funny guy. And you don't get that from Bella's perspective. Bella's perspective is just like, so Edward's dry. so hot. And it's also so and funny that, Bella. like, one page in twilight like one page of bella's thoughts was like 20 pages of edward's thoughts and i'm like damn she got yeah. nothing but elevator music up there and edward's like just wow all these thoughts <laughs> yeah yeah you could definitely see i also like liked bella more from his perspective because she was so bland in her yeah own mind. like i mean he's obviously in love with her so it was like seeing her yeah. through his eyes i also liked um that we got to see the other side of the chase with James. Ooh, that was really cool. Yeah, I like that. That was the best scene. That was the best scene. Um, I don't know. You want to talk about, more, like, <laughs> current auto by Present day? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's just, like, it's always a habit I've had of being, like, obsessed. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I don't think I heard the term auto buy until bookstagram. For I don't authors. think so either. Maybe I did. I don't know. I don't think so. I would just be like, yeah, I buy all their books. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> Midnight showing. But yeah, uh, I definitely still have some to this day, but they have all changed a lot. So on this list, we don't see John Green anymore. He's been bumped and replaced yeah. by some of these other people. So I broke them up by genre. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay, so young adult Elizabeth Acevedo. Have you read all of her books? I haven't read Poet X. I haven't read Clap When You Land. I think Clap When You Land is my favorite one. Oh my god. Very good. Yeah. Better than Okay, so um, maybe that'll what's the be other a 2021 one? Fire? goal. Or 2022. Something on fire. With the fire and high. high. I love that one. No, I loved With it too, but I think Clap When You Land, I just loved, because it's like Poet X where it's like the verse, um, and mm-hmm. then it's two perspectives. So I really like that. See, I wonder... I don't know. I listened to Poet X, which I really loved. Like, it was done so well. I listened mm-hmm. to it as an audiobook. But I kind of wonder if I missed something, like, not seeing it written out in verse. Because, like, I don't know. So um, maybe I should read Clop When You Land. I did both. Mm, and I, I don't think... Maybe I, think... Should do that. 
I don't think it, like, took away much. Like, I would okay. read a few, and then when I was in the car, I would listen to it on audiobook. I, yeah, I don't think it, like, took away from anything. Because if any, like, mm. she narrates the audiobook, which is so much yeah, better. it's so good. Yeah, Clout When You Land was really good. But I would buy really, anything. I would read anything she yes, wrote. Yes, anything. And, like, have I even read Clap When You Land yet? No. But do you ever, like, space out your books by an author? I do this with Sarah yeah. J. Moss, too, because it's, like, they have similar energies or whatever, and then also, like, if I don't know when the next one's coming out, I'm not going to inhale them all. Yeah. Like, that's also I why I don't want to read Poet X, because it's her last book. And, like, once I read that, yeah. like, I'm done with her book, so. Exactly. I, like, don't want to read it yet. Yeah, same. And then I don't have a physical copy of Clap When You Land, and I have so many books on my physical TBR right now. That it feels a little silly. You do have to buy it, though, because the cover is beautiful. No, I'm definitely going to buy it, and also because I have the other two. And, like I said, auto buy author. Like, she, it's a must. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, anything she put out, I would buy it. Oh, yeah. Even if it was questionable looking. I'm, like, waiting for that fourth book to drop. Where's she at? Not to jump around, but um, talking about questionable looking, Colleen Hoover, I hate all of her book covers. Me too. I hate them. I'm just going to really state it how it is. I will buy anything that she puts out, but, like, all of the covers always look so bad. They're, like, I don't know. And I know a lot of her books are self-published because she mm-hmm. wants to publish books when she wants them to be. Like, that's how she comes out with, like, three books a year. Mm-hmm. So I think she just gets the same person to make – I know – like she has said though no no no, because she has said that she hates some of her covers yeah that's kind of mean right that's the person who made them maybe (laughs) see because the thing is like i would say it because i don't think that person is ever gonna find this but like that feels a little (laughs) hurtful like i think she just says she dislikes some of them um okay but i know she like didn't like november 9th and then she just posted about her earlier books where she's like i don't like these covers um damn but yeah her new book has a similar cover to like confess i think i hate I it hate the i bleh. hate it why it makes me want to vomit i actually just looked it up now it's reminders of him right yeah i kind of want to like email and see if i can get an arc you get every single arc and it makes me i get all the good wall. ones <laughs> well i got layla like sending them to me Piss so me i wonder off. if i can get this one piss me off i'm gonna email if you get it and i don't get it i'm gonna riot okay you're like i'm not um, even gonna yeah, try and get it but if you get it. <laughs> no i'll try and then i'll just be so deeply ashamed and embarrassed i think like places have my number blocked or something my email <laughs> blocked like i'm on a like <laughs> junk mail list should we start using the podcast email for real um but yeah it this one has like a gradient with like birds flying on it it's just disgusting but, but it doesn't she is matter one of my auto buy authors yeah no. and then even if the book sounds terrible like i still have to get it because i just need to know for myself and this honestly reminds me of like a conversation i had with my roommate the other day about fomo which like i don't get fomo about like anything other than books but like when i see other people reading a book that i want i get irate and i feel like so jealous <laughs> vicky knowing that she's gonna be talking about weather girl at the end of this <laughs> yeah vicky i feel like i've been emotionally abused by you for weeks 
Yeah, I every time Vicky's like, oh my god, like I'm really enjoying Weather Girl. I'm like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> it's bad. Um, but that but, transitions into our next autobi author. <laughs> we haven't really gone genre-wise, but it's fine. No, um, we really screwed up, guys. Sorry. Yeah, so Colleen Hoover, I will read literally anything she publishes. Same with Rachel Lynn Solomon. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait to read Weather Girl. Some of us um, don't have the ongoing GM shot that <laughs> our other, my co-host has here. But once it drops in stores, I will be buying it like a normal little piece yeah. of <laughs> But, you know, I still have to read We Can't Keep Meeting Like This. That one was cute. I also really love that she, like, publishes a YA and an adult in the same year. Like, I think that's amazing. Yeah. How does she do I that? I don't know. That's like Stephen King level shit or something. But, so, Weather Girl is her adult one. Comes out in, like, January, I think. And then the pink one. I can't remember the title. That also comes out next year. And that's a YA one. Ugh. Like, I, think I love her. I think it's so cute that she also just, like, doesn't put herself in a box. Like, I, Vicky, you really need to work on DMing her and getting her on the podcast. <laughs> because I would really like to talk to her about that. I have a lot to say to her. All right. This is your job. Okay. I'm nervous. If you can get Rachel and Solomon on the podcast, I will take more care of our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Monet's post with just the guy's faces? I will go back on the rails. I've taken things off the rails. I will get back on the rails if you can get her on I like it. All right. (laughs) Should um, we go back to the person you put in Young Adult? I'm surprised because this was, you only read one book by this person. And what about it? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that you're right. But basically, the thing that started this was, okay, so it's Aiden Thomas and Cemetery Boys. And there's a new book coming out by them in 2022 Ooh. that I heard about. And, like, my reaction when I saw it was, like, I need that. I just and didn't so know you love Cemetery book. Boys, like, that much. I loved Cemetery it Boys. It was really Did you cute. you not see my review? I said, run out and buy it. <laughs> that is the top tier review okay wait let's see i just really loved it oh lost in the neverwoods i think that came out this year but i honestly didn't know about that it which did. is really embarrassing it did <laughs> what a- okay but the Sunbearer trials i think is what i saw yes you are correct interesting september 6th oh my gosh no that's so far yeah it hurts to think about how far that is um but yeah i do more by him the reading age reading age 13 to 18 years that's embarrassing yeah it could never apply to me how why would they put an end on that why wouldn't they say yeah don't stop my fun assholes really rude (laughs) that reminds me of what we talked about early on the podcast where that kid that guy was like is after appropriate for my daughter (laughs) and she was like 14 (laughs) don't put an age on my Uh, fun good memories from the beginning of the podcast i was so bored the other night i was like oh i know the third movie came out and i like really want to watch it and so i went on what's it on it's on prime so I was thinking it's either... There's a second movie? Yeah. 
That's on Netflix. On Prime too. Mm-hmm, that's on Netflix. The second one's on Netflix. Yeah. I know you what got- I'm doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it is so off. Oh, these movies make me cringe. But I like really. Is it the same actors? So the main people are, but like they keep recasting people. And I heard in the third movie they basically recasted like everyone. But I went to watch it on Prime, and I'm thinking, I have Prime. It's probably, like, either not that expensive or it's free. It was, like, 30 bucks to rent it. To rent it, not even own it. I was like, are you kidding me? Do you remember something came out on Disney Plus? What was it? And it was, like, $65. Was it Black Widow? or? It probably was. I didn't watch Black Widow on Amazon or on Disney. I don't even – or on Disney Plus. What was it? I don't think it was I'm Black sorry. Widow. If you're putting it on else. Disney Plus, do not make me pay for it. That's I wish cool. I could remember what it was. Imagine if Netflix started posting stuff that, like, you had to pay for. Yeah, I just don't get... Oh, it was Mulan. That's what it was. It was the um, newest Mulan. They made you pay, like... It could have been 30 that was or 60, awful. but it was, it was so much. Yeah, and I remember... This is really embarrassing, but, like, me and my roommates, we all, like, split it, and it was such a dumb Um, move. How mad were you when you finished it, and you were like, we spent 30 mad. bucks on it that? It was, like, so, so terrible. It was awful. Yeah, damn. The audacity to, like, make me pay a monthly fee and then also charge me individually for movies. Yeah. Just the audacity. No. Immediately, Immediately no. no. Okay, now that I'm thinking about this, like, why did I put Aiden Thomas on this? <laughs> I think I just got... I think Summer Voice was just really That's what I was saying. Yeah, okay, so once you pointed that out, <laughs> you're right. Um... Guys, I'll get back to you on this after I read, like, Lost in the Yeah, Neverwoods I mean, it was a great book. Yeah. And I probably well, okay, would so the other continue is- to read his books now. So here's another I also- thing. I, when an author becomes autobi for me, I don't always go back. I kind of, like, read what I read and then anything new I read. I agree. Okay, so that brings me to Emily Henry. So, you know, Beach Read and People We Meet on Vacation, but she has a bunch of other books. Yeah, so. I'll never read those. Yeah, so I actually thought that, but then I saw this girl posting today how she, like, loves Emily Henry's, like, backlist books. So I'm still probably not going to read them, to be super honest, but she was talking about um, The Love That Split the World. She really liked that one. Let me see if I can find a little summary. Like, I don't even know why I do that. I just. Me neither. I just don't like going backwards. I don't know. Taylor Jenkins read. Taylor Jenkins read. She's an author I would go back on. Okay. Thank you. Because that's like non negotiable. Okay. Here's the review that, like, the book I saw a review for by Emily Henry today The Love That Split the World. Natalie Cleary must risk her future and leap blindly into a vast unknown for the chance to build a new world with the boy she loves. Natalie's last summer in her small Kentucky hometown is off to a magical start until she starts seeing the wrong things. They're just momentary glimpses at first. Her front door is red instead of its usual green. There's a preschool where the garden store would be, but then her whole town disappears for hours, fading away into rolling hills and grazing buffalo, and Natalie knows something isn't right. That's when she gets a visit from the kind but mysterious apparition she calls grandmother, who tells her, you have three months to save him. 
The next night, under the stadium lights of the high school football field, she meets a beautiful boy named Bo, and it's as if time just stops and nothing exists. Nothing except for Natalie and Bo. Emily Henry's stunning debut novel is Friday Night Lights meets The Time Traveler's Wife, and perfectly captures those bittersweet months after high school when we dream not only of the future, but of roads and paths we've led untaken. This sounds nothing like her other books. Am I wrong? Yeah, I just feel like I won't read it. I also just saw that came out in 2016. Is that my toxic trait? What? I will not read old books by authors. (laughs) I think that is your toxic trait. Vicky's like, if it's published before 2018, I'm not reading it. I just like... So, exceptions would be Taylor uh, Reed Jenkins. Okay. Jenkins Reed. And rereads. And Colleen Hoover. Ew. I go back on her books. You shouldn't. I know. I know. No that, but the that's honestly, terrible. like, I feel like that's what started this. Is like, it's my goal to read all her books. But I'm no. like, if you go back, oh. like, here, like, you read a book you love, the author, you're like, this is amazing. And then you go back to their books published, like, 10 years before that, and they suck. Yeah. Like, not to or mean, even but... worse, they're just like... I don't know, like, homophobic or something. Like, sometimes it's, like, startling. Like, I go back to, like, a book from 20, like, 2008, and it's, like, written like it's in 2008, and I'm just like, oh, my God. And then it, like, it makes me sad. Like, it makes me just, like, angry. Yeah. And I'm like, why did I come back here? Yeah, so typically, wherever I start, I'll only, like, go forward after that, and I won't, like, go backwards. Okay. Yeah toxic trait um beth o'leary i okay this is an interesting one because i haven't read i've only read two of her books same but i would read her books like if i saw her book like on a bookshelf i'd get it yes yeah so this is just the thing that like i eventually want to read all of her books and i would read anything new that she put out does she have a because lot because i just like real i don't think so i think she only has three but I just made it sound like shit. Yeah, you did. I was like, hold up. You literally have one left to I read. Event- <laughs> I eventually want right? to read all Yeah. I, <laughs> I eventually want to the road trip. That literally <laughs> just came out like three months ago. Well, I will eventually get to it. Okay, Vicky? Like, I don't know why you're coming at me right now. Um, yeah, you're right. There's there's nothing else. I just looked. Yeah, That's I'd probably continue reading her books. I have to read The Switch. But, I mean, anything... Ooh, Switch is so fun. I, you should listen to the audiobook. I'm sad they don't switch bodies, but... <laughs> Shut up. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> I really thought we had some Freaky Friday shit going on. Probably would have Absolutely. been better. I was convinced. No, it's so good how it is. Okay. But, yeah. No, I will I, read that. I, she's one of my autobi authors just because, like, I really love the vibe of her books. They're so distinct. Um, like, you can just instantly tell it's, like, a Beth O'Leary book. Like, if you gave it to me without the author on it, I could tell, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty confident. I agree. Honestly, most of these people, like, my autobi authors, I feel like because I know their writing style so well, like, if you gave me any of their books and took the name off of it, I would know it was theirs. Which is kind of, I feel like, a trait that I look for, like, that makes someone really special is just, like, having such a style like that. I agree. Like you know, that sound really dumb? <laughs> you know if it's insta love, it's Colleen Hoover. <laughs> I can't stand her. But like, 
tell me you couldn't tell the difference between like a Christina Lauren book uh, and like a immediately book. immediately like immediately yeah they're different yeah oh which brings me to another yeah Instagram Christina author. Lauren Christina Lauren Easy. I didn't like love the soulmate equation but I liked it I feel the same way about the holiday too um, I liked the holiday I liked it I didn't love it so I yeah, think fair. so far I think I read like maybe four or five of her books um on honeymooners is just the best yes and i just don't think she can really top anything after that so compared to mm. that they're all just like yeah i like them mm-hmm. but i don't like, yeah that's love true on honeymooners was like so good though that i'm like willing to give the other ones a shot and i'm i'm really picky with romance so once i find like a romance author that i like their books like i kind of just stick with them because i don't like reading new romance authors because sometimes i can't stand a romance book <laughs> Or, sorry, can you hear yeah. all of barking? What the hell <laughs> is she doing? Should I go, like, look on her? Nah. Nah, she'll be fine. She'll wear herself fine. out. She's fine. She's fine. Um, Isabella, make that dog shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she has, well, they have a lot of books out. But I would, yeah, I feel like maybe eventually I'd read them. Oh, I heard some. Olive, I heard something really good about one of the books. Let me go type in their name to see. Olive, if you don't stop, you're going to get kicked. <laughs> Love and other words. I've seen a lot of TikToks about this Wait, one. Wait, I don't really think I've good. heard of that one. I saw someone, maybe um, Liv, post yeah. about this. You know, can't live without books. Mm-hmm. I think she posted Oh, this cover looks familiar. Carly Simone. Yeah, like, I've heard really good things about that one. So if I did go back, I think that's one that I would read. I don't really feel that interested in the other ones. I heard, um, the, like, night, one night stand one was okay. My half night, my favorite half night stand. Yeah, I heard that one was, like, good. But, like, this one, Sweet Filthy Boy, like, I will never be reading this. And then the Honey Don't list, I actually think I took that out from the library, started reading it, and couldn't stand it, so. Yeah, and again, you know, they just get older, so. Yeah. It's a no for I think me. if I do go back, it's going to be love in other words, but I don't think I'll go back other than that. Yeah. That next author, Talia Hibbert. We talked about Emily Henry, and then, yeah, Talia Hibbert. I absolutely loved all three of the Brown Am Sister Am I books. mad there's no more Brown Sisters? Yes. What yes. is she going to write? Can we adopt another one? We. I feel like we need the boys. But like, the thing I is, don't like, know. The thing is, I don't care. I don't care what she writes. I don't care if there's no more sisters. If like, I just feel like any romance she writes will be amazing because the thing that I think is really unique about her is she does the characters' backgrounds so well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just focused on the romance. It's like I actually love the characters. Like, I usually just like the them. romance feels very secondary in her books. Yes, and I kind of like that. I like that because too. I think that's why I have a problem with romance sometimes. Is like. It depends too much on the romance and not the character development, and then it ends up, like, just being bad. Yeah, so if you don't like the romance, it ruins the whole book. But with her books, if you, like, don't really care about the romance, there's still a lot of, like, character development. I think, like, I personally need to like the characters to, like, care about the romance at all. Yeah. That's why, um... 
what was one last stop i didn't like love it because i just didn't really care Mm -hmm. about the character so i'm like why do i care about your relationship i liked the main character more than i liked the girl on the train yeah i agree i just didn't care about her me neither so i was like i really don't care if you guys get together or not um but yeah yeah, she makes you love the characters love the brown sisters we talked about rachel and solman i didn't know where to put rachel and solman because she does do adult and ya so i just threw it you a girl that can do both (laughs) (laughs) mia sosa i've also only read one book by her okay (laughs) (laughs) me calling you out and i do the same thing okay but the worst best man all-time favorite really romance good. did you read the wedding oh it's coming out yes. the wedding crasher is coming out in 2022 i know auto buy exactly auto exactly buy. i definitely requested an arc of this on netgal like probably got to con <laughs> like i always do <laughs> i think they just see like my crazy little beady eyes and they're like no i've seen what i needed to see and it's no. They're like, we see the rating to approval ratio. <laughs> no, mine's high. That's what I don't understand. Like, I literally don't get it. Um, but yeah, The Worst Best Man, I love it. It's a romance I will recommend to anyone. I will shove that romance down anyone's throat. Bro. So I will read anything she publishes. If Like, yes. I know she used to be in, like, adult. Like, she writes, like, Penelope Douglas type stuff. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I would ever read those, but any of her uh, romances, like, you know. Unbuttoning the CEO. Getting dirty with the CEO. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I'm just probably not going to read those, but any of her yeah. new romances I will read. That's a little too scary, too intense for yeah. me. I'm really excited for The Wedding Crashers, though, because I think me it's, um, too. I forget the main character, like the main brother's name but it's his best friend okay so excited about that um shall we move on to fantasy yes okay so um, once again i've only read one book by tracy dion but she has cemented herself as like the best author of all time in my eyes i can't even imagine if like bloodmarked isn't good like that would kill me but, like, imagine we had, like, a serpent and dove situation where the second one just wasn't good. So, here's I why imagine. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. is because serpent and dove does not come anywhere near Legendborn. Okay. Okay. You're totally right. Like, that I book was already a have... little weak to begin with. Yes. Okay. You're right. And that really reassured me. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that we have like a Court of Mist and Fury situation on our hands where the second one is like leagues better, which is what I low key think is going to happen. I think we're going to get a lot of Cell. Considering Cell's on the cover. I want it. I'm also. Cell being on the cover. Ah, that made me die. I want to go to the midnight premiere. Should we start our own? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Can we read it on our Kindles at midnight? Yes. Okay, I guess we'll just do that. I might need to. Um, Tracy Dion, Instabuy. I'm so excited. Sell on the cover. When I saw that, I knew it was going to be a good one. I don't think any book that, like, has that much sell in it can be bad. Not to get my hopes up. I don't think so either. I'm truly hoping, though, that this series is, like, Court of Thorn and Roses, Throne of Glass. For Give real. me eight books. I will read. 
at least like five. I I will stay. Yeah. And then I'll be like thirty, so Stop I don't know. It. Where I'll be then. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll be like such a huge podcast. Tracy will be like begging for us to have her on the show. <laughs> yeah. Is we'll it bad like that we like don't Calm have down. a strategy for this podcast? Like, should we have some kind of plan? No, because that takes the fun out of it. Yeah. I love the, like, just absolutely... Yeah, the shit show. <laughs> no, because, like, do you ever see bookstagram pages where it's, like, they... You can tell that they have, like, a whole formula for, like, getting arcs of, like, books that they, like, don't even want... And then they have yeah. to review them and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I couldn't do that because I love reading. Like, I just have so many yeah. books I want to read. I just don't want it to feel like a job, so. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. imagine picking the same time and day to record an episode. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> and then imagine that, like, an hour before we're supposed to record, I don't text you to change the time. Yeah. It's like not a life I want to live. Like, I like imagine not answering phone calls in the middle of recording. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want that life. Imagine all of not barking in the background. Yeah. It it's has just, personality. You guys don't want that either, right? You guys don't want that. Like, we're not here don't. to tell you what you do and don't want, but you but don't. But it's not that. that. Yeah. Um, Sarah J. Moss, um, obviously. I will literally, she could just publish her grocery list and i'll be like yeah i'll even read that she, even if she bombs the next like three books oh I'm i don't so care loyal i will keep reading them because i'll be like oh you probably were going through something yeah that's not you like, that's not you honey second crescent city sucks oh I'm we're buying the third one continue okay so yeah. as far as crescent city and the second book do you think that she's gonna stay with that guy what is his name hunt Okay, so I know, obviously, her characters never stay with the first person. So I thought that was Hunt. I was like, she's not staying with Hunt. But then someone else said that Connor was technically the first boy. But that just seems too not like her. Like, that seems too short. But no spoilers, but, like, in Throne of Glass, like, it's not the first or second or like you know what i mean like there's like you never know yeah i don't think it has to be the second person i don't why think can so i either. not find the thing for Crescent but i just City? never considered like connor to be like the first no. love interest no, because it was literally a chapter featured. yeah yeah so i i also like don't really like them together i don't know i don't Me think neither. there's chemistry i feel nothing there i feel nothing no for him. i think they're really great friends but yeah. he kind of annoyed me, and I don't know why. And I think Bryce needs to be with some badass, like, water creature. I don't, yeah, I don't know. The thing is that, like, the only thing that confuses me is, like, by A Court of Thorns and Roses, she already kind of had the setup for Reese. But, and, like, yeah. that whole thing. But there was, like, no setup for anyone else. So that kind of concerns me. So... I also think this book is a little different because mm-hmm. um, she didn't really follow the same formula. How dare she? I know. But also there was like, I forget the guy's name. You know the one that lives in the water though? The one that's yeah. like on the cover of the next one. They He's like the guy flirted on the cover? I'm pretty sure. They flirted a lot. 
See, I thought that this was Hunt on the cover. Just in blue. I thought it was the water guy. But you uh, could be right. Because I'm looking at the reviews now and people are saying Adis. Like they're, they're team Adis. That so has guess, to be the water guy. Because people are like really just... rooting for that. I felt more chemistry between them and they had like three scenes together. Yeah, I just hope it's someone else. Like, obviously, I will read whatever she gives me and be grateful and shut my mouth. I'd be grateful if it was rude. I (laughs) (laughs) If it was what? (laughs) Rude. Who's rude? Her brother. Vicky, um, please edit this part out of the podcast. Like, are we going down a Cassandra Clare type? <laughs> you are scaring me. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, I just love Rude more than Hunt. So, <laughs> okay, well, maybe we could hear about him in a different book. You know, not with her. Um, preferably. <laughs> The way that I immediately forget <laughs> characters' names. Honestly, um, I would say we read this book so long ago, but also you have a tattoo from Bro, this book. Uh, also, also, you better I read study it, up. I read it like two months ago. Like I did not oh. read it that long ago. I read it very recently. Wait, when did I read it? You read it like a year before I read it. Yeah, I did read it. You last read it year. a long time ago. Uh, other fantasy autobi authors, Adrian Young. I just really loved Fable. I kind of do want to go back and read her Viking one. Um. Viking yeah, she has a Viking one. book. The the sky in the deep. I don't know. Um, I'm reading Legacy, the last Legacy right now. How is it? I really like it. I'm on chapter four. Okay, good. I'm glad. I just love her world building. And the way she writes, I don't know what it is about her writing. It transports me. Yeah. I'm gone. Like, immediately, I am in this world. Yeah, Sky in the Deep is the Viking one. I heard that one's good. That's, like, her only one, though, right? Yes. Well, I think she has this other book called... I think she's, like, a new author. The Girl... Oh, The Girl the Sea Gave Back. I don't know what that is, though. I've only heard about Sky in the Deep. Me too. But, but I, I want to read good. Sky in the Deep. Yes, I want to read it. Yeah. I would read The Last Legacy first, though, since it's like an extension of Namesake. I know what I should do. But I want to read The Sky in the Deep. Hmm. I want to read both of them. Okay. Okay, um, fiction, Taylor Jenkins read, obviously, any book. Anything she writes. Anything. Uh, Forever and Ever. Yeah. Colleen Hoover, yeah. we talked about her, anything. It's literally the same thing, where, like, if she bombed her next few books, Taylor Jenkins read, like, I've loved them so much that I'd just be like, alright. I am kind of next interested, one. like, have we heard anything about Taylor Jenkins Reid's, like, next project? No, but she literally did just come out with Malibu, I think. Yeah, 
But that was also, like, I don't know. It's probably been as long since she released a book as Rachel and Solomon has. And we already know, like, what she's got in the works. Yeah, she hasn't. Like, there's nothing. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh. Oh, wait. Don't say that. She posted upcoming 2022 releases. But there are other authors. She is so annoying. Taylor. Taylor is also going to be begging to come on the podcast soon. Oh, so I heard a rumor yeah. today. Like, I don't know how factual this is that um, Olivia Rodrigo could be opening for Taylor when they finally go on tour. Like, I don't know if that's just like a myth. But also that just kind of upsets me because like I'm never going to be able to get tickets. And it's not even about the money. I'm just like worried about them selling out because I will drop like a million dollars. Um, yeah, that's going to be an expensive freaking concert. Whatever I have to do to see my mother. Yeah. She's both the of them. only person I would do that for. I saw Taylor Swift during her red tour when I, I was in, like, ninth grade. Wow. Together, we've seen so much. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, when I saw 1989, um, it was Halloween. Wow. Crazy story. I went to the Red Tour with my mom. That's cute. I, yeah, I actually went with my family, too. I went with my sister and my parents. <laughs> We're so cool. Can you tell I love hanging out with my mom? Mom. <laughs> I want to hang out with your mom. She is a just barrel of fun. I, I just get that vibe. Like, she sounds really fun. Like, I want to go to breakfast with you guys. When you come to here, can I go? Can I she see She would go to breakfast with you without me even being there. Shut like, up. Like, if you were like... Hey, mom, can you come oh to breakfast? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. no, no, whenever you come here next, like, let's go to Oxford Exchange and get breakfast with her. She would love I that. I would love that. She's going to listen to this and then text me and be like, <laughs> I can't wait to go to Oxford <laughs> Exchange. That's so cute. I love that. Um, should we talk about what we read this week? Because Vicky, ta-da, finished a book. I know, Woo! amazing, and my goal is to finish this before we record next. Bro, you are really on top um, of it. I know. You know we are recording on oh Saturday. Oh my gosh, wait, wait, hold on, what? hold on. Oh, she's running. She's going, guys. She's going to let me take a picture. Run away and get far. <laughs> Vicky's going to listen back to this and be like, what was Jen doing? Just talking to herself while I went to get whatever she's getting. Okay, that was, like, so dramatic, but... <laughs> oh, my God! You got it! I know! Wow! Oh, my gosh! Are you ready for I'm this? out of breath. I just ran upstairs. Wow, you're really fast. <laughs> I know! Wait, this <laughs> just reminded me of something random. Wait, no. You should tell your thing first. So, Vicky got This Is Your Brain on Birth Control. Finally! Yay! I had to freaking buy it from Amazon, but... So, this is your nonfiction November pick. Yes. I also got um, Everything I Know About Love. Ooh. So that we can read it and share our thoughts together. Ooh, that's fun. That's fun. But yeah, I am so excited. I like flipped through this a little bit. There's like little oh my charts God. and stuff. I definitely want to read that. I'm so excited. You have to send that to me when you're done with it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I do with all the books I read. Yeah. Um. I have started listening to The Glass Castle, just so you're aware. I really like it so far. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's so good. Does she narrate yes. it? 
It's a must. Okay, so anyway, what we read and what we want to talk about this week. Vicky, I think you should go first because this is really fun, exciting news. Super fun. I read Weather yeah. Girl by Rachel Lynn Sullivan. Um, so it was super good. I feel I talked about it a little bit last week, mm-hmm. right? Um, so she is her name's Ari. She's a weather girl in Seattle. And um she has just broken off her engagement and she works for like a very like I don't know, kind of scatterbrained boss Mm. who isn't really, like, there for her and everything. And the boss, like, her and her ex-husband work together. So it's creating, like, a very miserable work environment for everyone. And Ari is just, like, really miserable. And so she starts talking to a guy that works in sports. And they come up with this plan that they're going to parent trap the two people. And make them fall back in love? Yes. I don't know. That doesn't sound possible. No. <laughs> All right. So they literally they fight and they bicker a lot. So they're like, they have to still have feelings for each other if because they've been divorced for five years. So they're like, why would they still be arguing like okay, with such passion okay, if they didn't now. love each other still? So yeah, they got drunk one night after a party and they're like, let's parent trap them. So the book's about that. That's so cute. Um, it was really cute. So yeah, it was really cute. I did like it. There was like one more thing about it though. Oh, you know how like she always talks about like she's a very big advocate for mental yeah. health. So Ari is diagnosed with depression. Her mom also has depression. So that's like a huge topic in the story because that's like a reason that her engagement ended and um Ari's going to therapy, so it's very Mm pro-mental health, which I really love, and that's, like, one of the reasons I love her so much as an author, but it was really good. I really liked it. I can't wait. I think X-Talk still ranks a little higher because it's enemies to lovers. Yeah. Which, like, you can't top that. Is there one bed? There's there's kind of a one bed. Okay, I will just leave it at that. Don't say any more. Yeah. Okay, so I have a run out and buy it. Yeah. Did you just finish this one like yes, today I or yesterday? It today because okay, okay, so this is the story of what happened. I read ninety percent of it on the way up to see you on the plane, and then yes. yeah, I did what I always do and I forgot about it and never finished it. And so then I went back today okay. and I finished it, and it's so freaking good. Okay, so basically the oh. concept of it is like a bachelor type show, and so there's this guy who's the main character. Um, I he is like the bachelor, but he like hasn't really dated a lot at all like he has very little experience and the reason he goes on the show is because he's like in a bad place with his business like they fired him because he has like struggles with his mental health which is like really messed Mm -hmm. up and so he's trying to go on to like redo his image and show that he's like capable and like a good guy and so he ends up um like spending a lot of time with one of the producers on the show and then they kind of have a thing and it's really good it switches perspectives between the two um it's gay they're both men we love it um it's amazing Ooh, yes. i didn't and is it two men on the cover yeah it is oh, but it's really I didn't even good that. i think 
this will be like a december pick yes and like we talked about caring about the characters and genuinely like my heart is just so full like i genuinely loved both of them i cared about them so much i was crying like i cried on the plane and then i started tearing up again today in the library because like even the side characters i just loved like there's a side character named daphne and like that was why i was crying in the library today was just like she's just so pure and like you get to see kind of like her journey too and it was so cute and i just loved the book so much and i mean when you woke up at 7 30 in the morning you did go on my couch and immediately start reading this book. yeah so that says something <laughs> <laughs> oh, i scared the i wake shit up and jen just fully dressed on the couch <laughs> i like to be prepared for whatever the day is gonna do <laughs> Yeah, Jen's quietly reading on the couch. Can you tell that story? So basically, I woke up and, you know, got ready, did my thing. And so then I went and sat out on the couch in Vicky's living room because I was just going to read my book until she woke up, you know, as you do. And so then I was sitting there reading and Adam came into the kitchen and obviously like I heard him walk into the kitchen. (laughs) And so then it was really quiet and I didn't know what to do. So like I was like... No matter what I say now, I'm going to scare him because he doesn't know that I'm here. So, like, if I say good morning, it's going to be really scary. And so then I just decided that the best thing to do would be nothing. And so I just <laughs> sat there and waited for him to notice that I was there. Like, maybe that wouldn't startle him or something. And so then I was, like, flipping the page of my book. And he, like, jumped. And he got so scared. And he was like, I did not see you there. And I was like, Yeah. Morning. yeah that's really concerning that um <laughs> he didn't see you i don't yeah no he was very I don't startled know. yeah that is so funny that cracks me up that's all like jen's like i was just waiting for you to wake up we said we were gonna wake up at like 8 8 30 and this is like 7 in the morning <laughs> i was just reading As you're a just reader. so excited i'm a reader she's i a wanted meaner. to read she's in quirky. the chair that vicky reads in who's to who's to say that's wrong yeah, you exactly. were, like, really living my life. I wanted to. Yeah, I got the whole experience. <laughs> You're going to have to come over and, like, sit with Olive in your lap and, like, read here. Please. And get the you should have taken some book pictures, like, in my apartment. I know. I should have. I'll be back. Sad. Oh, right. wait. That reminds me good. of the one last thing I have to say that has nothing to do with books. But I went to Crumble this week, and they have a key lime pie one, and it's so good. Is it good? I oh, Like, if you like key mm. lime pie, you will love this cookie. That was the only one that I thought, like, I was even a little interested mm. in. It's amazing. Mm. All right. Well, we should probably get out of here, and I should maybe go eat. Yeah. Um, 9 p.m. A little hungry. Yeah. I, it's my bedtime. <laughs> All right. It's past my bedtime. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, if you want to follow us, we're at Anything Pros Pod. I'm at Vicky's Bookshelf, Vicky with an I. And I'm at A Broke Bookworm, and we'll be back again next Monday. Bye. Bye.